Happy Tuesday, everyone. You're listening to Downtown Dish. I'm your host, Julie Townsend. And today with me are two very special guests. I have Irma Cole and Mark Skolnick. They are both fellow Rotarians here at the Lakeland Rotary Club with me. Uh, Mark is a past district governor, uh, a 50-year Rotarian this year. Right, Mark? Right. And uh, Irma is um, Rotarian of the Year in my <laughs> in my book. She oh, is no. our public image chair for our club, but uh, goes well beyond uh, just public Public image in her service to the club and to Rotary International. So we're going to get into that in just a moment. Uh, but before we talk about uh, our subject today, which is uh, World Polio Day, because today is World Polio Day, uh, we're going to talk about the history of the disease and how Rotary has become involved in that, uh, and then how you can also help out if you are so inclined. Uh, but before we get into that, I always want to plug the upcoming events that are happening in downtown this week. Uh, we have a great fall night market happening on Saturday, October 28th from 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. Uh, along Kentucky Avenue. We're going to have probably 120 vendors stretching from Lemon Street all the way to... Um, Oak Street. Uh, yeah, Oak Street. Couldn't remember the name of that street. Um, <laughs> and um, should be a good time. We'll have lots of vendors you can go shopping with. There'll be food vendors. There'll be uh, adult beverage vendors, live music, uh, lots of fun. So just um, but just to be clear, it's not a trick or treat event. It's not uh, meant for children to come booth to booth to trick or treat that's not this event you will certainly welcome everyone to come in costume and we want people to have a wonderful time with their families it's certainly family friendly but it is not a trick or treat event uh, and some other fun things that are also going on that you might I know uh, First United Methodist Church is having a trunk or treat that same day uh, I think 4 to 6 p.m. so before you come to Fall Night Market you could check out the trunk or treat if you do want to do something with the kiddos and then we have two of our downtown businesses that are also having uh, sort of Halloween-type uh, adult events. Frescoes has an event and Unfiltered over uh, by Texas Cattle and the um, uh, on the other side of Lake Mirror has an event. So you can check all those out. Uh, we'll mention those in our newsletter this week. Uh, you can... You can join our newsletter and get our weekly updates about all things that happen in downtown uh, by going to downtownlkld.com. Uh, and then we also post that on our social media page, uh, social media pages at downtown LKLD. All right. So now that we got that business out of the way, we do have an event tonight that's happening. As soon as we leave this radio station, we are headed to Swan Brewing. Irma, tell us what's going on. Sure. It's called Pints to End Polio, and uh, Swan Brewing has graciously agreed to donate a portion of the proceeds between 5.30 and 7.30 to uh, Polio Plus. Uh, Rotary has been working to eradicate polio for many years and uh, we are very close. When we started, there were 350,000 cases of polio worldwide, and now we are down to, so far this year, nine cases, which is really pretty amazing and incredible. But it takes a lot of effort and a lot of money, so uh, we're here to raise awareness about um, the efforts to eradicate polio and tell you a little bit more about 
how that's going to work. But the event tonight should be fun. We're going to have a 50-50 raffle. And we've got some Enpolio items to sell. And um, we'll have a few drinks and some fellowship and maybe raise a little money. Yeah, so it's not limited to Rotarians. Not of at course, all. We, we encourage all Rotarians to attend because it is kind of our club's uh, international cause. But certainly anyone is invited. If Absolutely. If you've been touched by polio anywhere in the history of your family or friends, it might be a, a great way to just come and show support and buy a couple of beverages and, and have some of those proceeds go to uh, the Polio Plus Last campaign. week we were at... Uh, the city council, city commissioners meeting, mm -hmm. and the mayor gave us a proclamation for World Polio Day, and I was handing out and Polio Now pins to the commissioners. And two of them, it turns out, have family members that have had polio. Oh, so wow. you never know right. who's been touched by this uh, awful disease and to have the polio syndrome, what's it called? The exact? Uh, yeah. It, it escapes yeah. us. We'll, yeah. It'll come yeah. to us. It'll come back to me. I'm sorry. I lost that for a second. But it comes back like 40 years later, and it's very painful, and people oh. wind up in wheelchairs, and so it stays with you. And, it, and, it, and there's no resolve. Yeah, mm. there's no cure. Right. You, there are people that literally spend most of the day in bed with a heating pad that just can't move. And they wind up with a limp, or they're in a wheelchair. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's very painful. Yeah. yeah. By the way, I had a similar uh, situation in Tampa, when I went over to get the proclamation from the commissioners there, uh, seven out of nine commissioners had a direct link to Rotary and polio. Oh, wow. That's this amazing. Not, not just... We have someone in our club that's a polio survivor. Yeah, survivor. Yes. Yeah. And he, yeah. He, he's in a lot of pain. Lot yeah. Of pain. Yeah. It's really yeah. difficult. I mean, the fact that there's no cure, but we can prevent it. It's right. really huge. Right. Yeah. So today is World Polio Day. It's October 24th every year. Um, so why is why is the 24th um, World Polio Day? What's the significance of that date? The significance is that this is the birthday of Jonas Salk. And for those of you not old enough to remember, Jonas <laughs> Salk is the person who um, created the uh, polio vaccine. Simple as that. So his birthday is now World Polio Day. I, That's pretty cool. Yep. It is. It is. really is. So, Mark, I know um, you tend to, when we had our proclamation at the commission meeting the other day, you were able to give us all these facts and figures. And Irma started us off with some facts and figures. But, um, you know, just for those who don't really even know what this disease is, because we've done such a great job of eradicating it for the most part with just these nine cases I think a lot of younger people are probably completely unfamiliar with what polio is, uh, even though we do have a lot of folks that that are touched by it. So who wants to tell me kind of the history of uh, the I, disease? I guess it's will. my turn. Today. Yeah, it's your turn. <laughs> polio mitolitis is, high, <laughs> is highly infectious disease that most commonly affects children under the age of five. And we know it is polio virus. The virus is spread person to person, typically through contaminated water. Mm. And that's where it gets really tricky. It can attack the nervous system and in some instances lead to paralysis. Although there's no cure, it is safe, there is a safe and effective vaccine, one which Rotary and its partners have used to immunize 2.5 billion children worldwide. Let me, before I get into that, there used to be 
350,000 children a year that were crippled by polio in 1979 and years prior. It was terrible. Since we have the vaccine and polio and Rotary has led the polio fight throughout the world, we are down to nine cases this year. And in Afghanistan, six. And Pakistan, three. And that's year to date. And last year, to compare it, at this time, we had 30. So we are making big, big strides. And we just need a little bit more to get over the line. And 20 million children are walking today would have been otherwise paralyzed. And they would have, in the old days, lived in an iron lung, which is a contraption mm. made out of metal. And you just lie there, and the machine breathes for you. Now, today we use uh, the same thing we use for COVID, where they put the tube down your throat, mm. and that's, that's where it is. And by the way, the kids in the iron lung, because they were all kids, they wheel them out for fresh air outside in the sun. They get sunburned, and for fun, they would spit at each other. <laughs> so. Okay. <laughs> well, on that note, we do That's have to take place to a stop. good place to stop. We'll, we'll take a quick break and come back with Mark and Irma to discuss World Polio Day. Stick with us. We're back. You're listening to Downtown Dish. I'm your host, Julie Townsend. And with me today are Mark Skolnick and Irma Cole, uh, fellow Rotarians of mine in the Lakeland Rotary Club. And we are here to talk about World Polio Day. Uh, today, October 24th, is World Polio Day. And um, it's just a day to be able to bring awareness uh, and, and spread the word about the eradication of polio worldwide. And, um, you know, we were talking before the break that uh, what sort of the history of that is. And I know Mark has some more facts for us, but just the number. I think you said, Mark, 20 million children today are walking because of the, the vaccines. Uh, yes, Absolutely. And so this is a paralyzing, uncurable, but paralyzing, but preventable disease. And uh, and so um, I think we were also just mentioning that as we've as you guys have gone from commission to commission throughout the district and, and had proclamations, the number of people that have been touched by it, even though it really isn't not ex it's non-existent in this country. Right. And it has been for how many how many years? Since, since 1979. Yeah. 70s, yeah. So it's not something that we really have to deal with. But yet there's still a lot of people who have been touched by it. But it could be just a plane ride away. That is true. So all it takes is for someone from some other country who's been exposed to it, who's carrying it, to come here. It gets into our water system and left unchecked, you could wind up, if we don't eradicate this totally, you could wind up within 10 years, they estimate 200,000 cases a year wow. of polio. Yeah, wow. that's pretty scary. So, And there's no other organization in history that's ever had this effort be this close to being successful, to mm -hmm. eradicate a major disease. And part of the, we can talk about this, um, you know, where the money goes kind mm -hmm. of thing is, is the infrastructure and how we do this with the labs and the research and all that. And this has been used to help with Ebola and COVID 
and it's not going to go away. So if once we do and we're successful with polio, mm-hmm. there's no reason why we can't take on malaria or some right. other disease. Implement the same sort of pattern yeah. and structure to the another structure's there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Well, you were going to tell us, you know, just sure. some famous people yeah. that, that have, that have that had people polio. People might be familiar that, yeah, with. they'll recognize these names. Right. You might know these people and you might be surprised to learn that they uh, suffered from Polio. Of course, the most obvious one is President Franklin Roosevelt. Most mm-hmm. people do know that. Although he, unusually, he didn't uh, contract the disease until the age of 39. Oh, wow. Whereas we've That's been saying most people yeah. get it when they're younger. Mm-hmm. Um, that was in 1921. So that was way before vaccine. Yeah. Right. So award-winning filmmaker Francis Ford Coppola huh. was paralyzed by polio at the age of nine in 1947. And he spent a long time on bed rest. Um he was not allowed to see any of his friends, and he was kept in a room by himself. At the age of five, Neil Young, Canadian singer-songwriter, was had polio, was hospitalized. He was left with a limp. And um, let's see, singer-songwriter Joni Mitchell was paralyzed from polio at the age of nine. That was in the early 50s. And 40 years later, later she saw a resurgence of her symptoms, post-polio syndrome. That was the name I was searching (laughs) for two minutes ago. That's right. Post-polio syndrome affects 25 to 40% of polio survivors decades later after they've had the illness. Mm. That figure is according to the CDC. Uh, Canadian actor Donald Sutherland also had polio as a child and now has one leg shorter than the other. But he survived. Yeah. And he's a wonderful actor. Yeah, he sure is. <laughs> uh, another one that you're going to recognize, most people won't remember, Alan Alda playing Hawkeye yes. Pierce in MASH. Smash, he yeah. was diagnosed with polio at the age of seven. He recalls coming down with a stuffy nose one day, throwing up, feeling unsteady on his legs. And the next day he had a stiff neck and he couldn't sit up in bed. Wow. He was hospitalized and underwent months of therapy. Actress and activist Mia Farrow had polio at the age of nine. And her experience with the disease inspired her to work on polio vaccination campaigns around the world. Um, And finally, a famous artist, renowned artist Frida Kahlo, contracted polio in 1913. She was six years old at the time, and she spent several months in bed. Wow. Yeah. And I'm sure there's more. Oh, yeah. Lots that's, more. Yeah. That's just a handful there's of maybe some, some famous that folks people that would people would recognize. recognize. Yeah. yeah. And it affects the families because what they did is they... they in many families, they had to take everything in the house and burn, burn it, it. <gasps> because of the, oh. they didn't know how it, how it spread. How it oh, spread, and you couldn't go to the pool, you couldn't right. go to the movies, and right the, the things that we're familiar with from right. COVID. But, exactly, and yeah, right. It's just unbelievable. Yep. Interesting. Could, could I mention how this all started? Yeah, with Rotary. Yeah, I'd love it. Rotary starts everything with the club. So, a club actually. Two one Rotarians. One, yeah, well, yeah. one person. And, and the Philippines got together and said, we have six million children here. Why can't we get the vaccine and vaccinate all of them? And the other one said, hmm, good idea. <laughs> so they got together. They made a plan. They went to the Rotary Foundation. The Rotary Foundation said, yeah, we can do this. So they gave them the money. It worked. Rotary leaders that the president, whoever the, was that year, and the the other board members said, "Well, this is a great idea. Why can't we do this for all the children in the world?" So they went to the WHO. The WHO said, 
What are you guys kidding? <laughs> That's the World it. Health Organization, in <laughs> yeah, case so, you didn't know. Right. <laughs> yeah. What are y'all crazy? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Where are you going to get the money? Where are you going to get the people? You've never done anything like that. Right. Go away. You're a Rotary Club. We're yeah. Rotarians. We can do anything. <laughs> so then they went, they asked why, what, would, what it would take, and they went back, and then they developed this hunger, health, and Happiness program, I think it was three H's. <laughs> it was three H. Okay, three yeah. H, and uh, and I rem- remember this because I've been around a while. <laughs> and and uh, they came up, and the goal was to raise 125 million, and we raised 175 million. Mm. We went back to the WHO, and they said, "Oh, <laughs> well, what about this? What about that?" And they went, "Okay," and they came back the third time, and they had it all down. And it wasn't, and part of the reason the Gates Foundation supports us so much is we not only have raised money, $50 million a year, but we have people on the ground. And we wouldn't have, the, 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 the country that was most concerning was India. Mm. Tough place to go, tough place to get around. Zillions of people, mm-hmm. billion now. Mm-hmm. And, and they developed a system to do it. And it was mostly by volunteers, mm-hmm. Rotarians from all over the world. In fact, there's going to be another trip to India uh, to, to revaccinate some places that are, they're concerned about. Mm. You know, one of the ways they do it to reach all the kids um, on the trains, have you heard this story? Mm-mm, mm-mm. Um, so they have what you call Purple Pinky Day and uh, these World Immunization Days, and then they... Um, Volunteers get on the trains and they vaccinate the children in order to know as the train keeps moving um, which child has gotten it, which hasn't. They put purple on one of their pinkies. Mm. So when they get to the next train stop and another batch of volunteers get on, they know which kids Mm -hmm. to skip right over. So it's become a thing. Um, One of the clubs in Tampa does a purple pinky day. They just did it last Friday. And uh, the club members, she she uses either a purple nail polish or a purple marker because mm-hmm. the guys don't want to walk around with nail polish on all day. <laughs> but they pay for the privilege, so they right. raised three hundred and ninety dollars oh. by their club members right. getting purple pinkies. For, yeah, so That's very that was cool. kind of a cool, fun uh, fundraiser. Yeah, easy to do. Yeah. So so yeah, purple pinky day is still a thing in India. You'll you'll see a lot of the material that Rotary puts out yeah. or and Polio puts out. Well, show kids holding up their purple pinkies. That's yeah. what that's all about. That's where that came from. Very cool. That's yep. a fun fact. You'll Hopefully that'll help some folks at Trivia at yeah. some point. <laughs> right. So, well, when we come back, uh, I want, Mark, I want you to tell us the story about the Taliban in Afghanistan because I think that's a really great Pakistan, sorry, a really compelling story and really interesting and um, um, definitely want to get that that message out there. So stick with us. We're going to return in just a few minutes with Mark and Irma.
Thanks for sticking with us. You're listening to Downtown Dish. I'm your host, Julie Townsend. And I am talking with Mark Skolnick and Irma Cole, two super Rotarians, if you will, uh, from the Lakeland Rotary Club. And we're talking about polio. Today is Tuesday, October 24th, which is World Polio Day. And uh, Rotary uh, International and polio have a long, rich history together. And uh, I would say that... um, you know, it's kind of the the club's biggest focus for the longest uh, period of time. It's kind of what Rotary is known for. So Rotary's uh, main initiative. Yep, main yep. initiative. So Mark was going to uh, tell us a story because, well, Irma, you said, well, how do you, we, we were talking at the break, and I want you to tell everyone, how do, how do you determine when a country is polio-free? How oh, are they designated yeah, that it, way? Uh, the, the country has to be uh, polio-free for three years before they will officially declare it um, eradicated in that country. In that country. Yeah. The last one that happened to was in Nigeria. Okay. Yeah. So Pakistan and Afghanistan Afghanistan. are the last two Two. holdouts, and there's some challenges in those countries. Serious challenges. Some of the the nine cases that remain, most of them are in one little area, Mm. um, and the two countries border each other, so it's overlapping. Mm. Um, and they're pretty remote. They're little villages. They're hard to get to, especially in the winter. Um, we have a picture of a, a volunteer who's like knee deep in snow. And then it's, you know, hot and dusty, waist yeah. deep. Waist deep yeah, in snow. Sorry. I'm pointing <laughs> to my waist in case you all didn't see that. That's right. <laughs> and I said knee, but no, waist deep. Um, am I the only one that talks with my hands? No. So, um, Yeah. No, I lost my whole train of thought. It's an area that we're probably the same size as Polk County. Right. Okay. It goes between the two. Okay. But it's so mountain, it's treacherous. The houses can be a mile or two apart. There's bandits, there's you name it, and earthquakes. Afghanistan is earthquake prone. Pakistan, Yeah. 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 They just, for centuries, they have but then had... one of the problems is uh, false information. Mm. So yeah. people in the homes, you know, don't want their kids vaccinated because they hear false information. Right. Um, they have to be careful about what volunteers they send. They Some homes, you know, you would want a man to go in. You would want a woman to mm-hmm. be the one that's approaching the family. Uh, there's been a lot of problems with political, you know, mm-hmm. uh, regime that's in power over there. And uh, Mark's got a great story about how well, we overcame it, some of that. Yeah. And yesterday we were doing a Zoom in our presentation in a club in Nigeria. And uh, one of the members who's been involved with getting these vaccines out was uh, cautioning the other people if they give the vaccine to make sure the child is awake. Yeah. Huh. Why? Because if the child is, could could actually be have passed, and they could blame it on the vaccine if that's the one uh, they gave it to. So okay. It was, a, it was a very interesting Zoom. We shared information, and I always learned to pick up something. So back to the Taliban. In every one of these countries, there is a, uh, a national polio eradication committee. And in Pakistan, uh, there's this gentleman, Aziz Memon, is on that committee, and he became chairman. And they were having a 
not a good time with the Taliban who said you can't go out there and vaccinate the children. So he went to a cleric that he knew, religious man, and said, I want to meet with the Taliban. And the religious man said to him, Aziz, you've been a successful businessman. <laughs> You're not a young guy. You've got this family. Why don't you go home and take care of them and have a good life? And he persisted. And uh, this cleric arranged for Aziz to meet with the Taliban. So they had an appointed time and a place, and there was an automobile that picked Aziz up, and they drove around, and they dropped him off at a certain place, and another car picked him up. Oh, my gosh. And put a, <laughs> put a blindfold on him. Oh, my. Drove him around. Yeah, James Bond would have liked this. Right. <laughs> and then a third place, still with the blindfold, drove him around, and then they dropped him off at this place. And they had a meeting of the Taliban, the executive committee or whatever mm. they were, mm-hmm. and he told them what he wanted to do, which to give vaccine to their children and grandchildren so that they wouldn't get polio. And they said, that's fine. We want you to have the Americans stop dropping bombs from drones. And he said, I have no control over that. So they went back and forth for some period of time. And then they said to him, okay, you go in that outer room and we'll talk. And then they called him back a little while later, I assume a half to three-quarters of an hour. And they said, we... We have our grandchildren and children. We want the vaccine. So they supply the, the, the troops. They mm-hmm. send out the army. Mm-hmm. And the prime minister is back this to go with the vaccine uh, and to get it out to the families. So they love their children. <laughs> they do. And Some things are universal, right? That's right. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, yeah. tell us about how dangerous it is, because this is not like, you know, just going door to door, selling Avon or dropping off, well, you know, cookies. First, this first, is this is right. dangerous stuff. And these are volunteers. Uh, actually, they, they get some kind of stipend because these people can't afford to do anything. Yeah. But many have been killed. Yeah. They? Yeah. There was uh, one gal and they have to be women because men wouldn't be allowed in that that house hmm. there's some men though doing they, they men do, they volunteers and well in india and the purple pinky yes those are men not in yeah. afghanistan not, not in, in afghanistan, afghanistan. Yeah. no okay. but there so, are men volunteers so the women go in there and one of them the last year was uh, was killed hmm. and her sister came the headquarters the day or so afterwards and said, I want to volunteer because I don't want my sister to die in vain. Wow. Uh, It's crazy. It's just unbelievable. And then... How uh, many total have died? About 200. 200. Wow. And... um, Not nuts. Yeah. Mike McGovern, who I've known since 2000, we were did some rotary training together. He is the international chair of the International Polio Eradication Committee. He's from Maine, and he he was in some place I I don't remember because he's always someplace, and he uh, uh, said to the women, "What can I do to help?" Right. And they said, "Well, 
we we used to have bikes, and they got stolen and oh. all that, and um, we we just can't keep walking mm. so far. Yeah. So he went and got them fifteen bikes to continue, and that's oh that's the plus in polio. Mm. So one of the pluses. <laughs> one of, yeah. Sometimes it's a wheelchair. Sometimes it's eye cream or you know, something. Right. Yeah. Or vitamins. Vitamins, yeah. 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 Or, or other things they need. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not not easy work. No. Definitely, uh, you know, things that most of us could not even relate to. Right. And, and uh, it, so it's pretty amazing. It does cost a billion dollars, billion one a year. Yeah. Well, when we come back, Irma is going to tell us, she's going to break down the numbers for us. Because, a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> and then, of course, we're going to reinvite you to our... Uh, our World Polio Day um, event at Swan Brewing tonight. So stick with us, and we'll be back in just a moment. Thanks for sticking with us. You're listening to Downtown Dish. I'm your host, Julie Townsend, and with me today are Irma Cole and Mark Skolnick, Rotarians with the Lakeland Rotary Club, the club that I am also a member of. Very proud to be a Rotarian here in Lakeland. We and have, our president. Thank you. Yes. Uh, we have uh, four great Lakeland Rotary Clubs, but yes. there's also clubs in Winter Haven and Auburndale, Auburndale and Bartow yep. and Lake Wales. Lake Wales. Tampa. Yes. <laughs> Very big district. Lots. How many? How many Rotary clubs? Worldwide? Thirty-three. Thirty-three in our in our in district. Our district. Thirty-three in our district. Yeah. But how many worldwide? Oh. Thirty-five thousand. Thirty-five thousand. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Thirty-four zones. Yeah. So we are a big international organization, mm-hmm. and uh, a million four. Million four our Rotarians. Dist- our proud. district covers three counties. Four. Four counties. Four counties Oak in our district. Highlands, Hardy, and Hillsborough. And Hillsborough. All the, H's in. All, the, all the H's and the P. <laughs> so we're talking about uh, World Polio Day, which is today, Tuesday, October 24th, and uh, Rotary's uh, efforts over the decades in eradicating polio. It's one of its major, if not the major, initiative of uh, Rotary. And Irma's going to kind of break down the numbers for us because Mark said right before the break uh, how much it costs per year to try to eradicate uh, polio and um, are the are the we talked about being officially eradicated from a country. You have to be polio free for three years. Are right. there any countries that still fall within those? Like they're they haven't had any cases in the last year or two, but no. they're not officially no. eradicated. No. no, so it's just Pakistan and Afghanistan. That's it. That's it. Good they, question. Yeah. They have they have yep. nine cases between the two. Right. And they're the only two that haven't met the threshold of exactly. three years of, of, of no cases. Exactly. So we're so, so close. Yeah, we are. Yeah. We are. Yeah. yeah. So you, what, how much did you say it costs a year, Mark? The total cost of the program is a billion one hundred thousand. And uh, we don't have that, you know, hanging around our spare <laughs> no. change. So how do we get <laughs> all that? Okay. Bank. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. So what happens is that Rotarians and Rotary are responsible for raising $50 million a year. And our year ends in June. So the end of June, uh, uh, July, rather, we probably uh, have the audits done and we 
we notify the Gates Foundation, who we have a contractual relationship with, who's going to match that two for one. So we raise 50, and in January, they send us, they wire us $100 million. <laughs> There's excitement and I have a bank account. Yeah. Can, right. <laughs> yeah, we, Not that I want to steal from Polio. From us. Can you imagine? Them? Yeah. Yeah. And it's a celebration. All the employees right. the already the get excited. Oh, yeah. wow. Uh, and we've actually talked and been to a, uh, and met the people at the Gates Foundation at a Rotary Club. So they're really cool. And then the rest of it Smart. is by governments and WHO and UNICEF, and they all raise money. Uh, we had a convention in Atlanta in 2017, and they had countries coming with their checks. And they were countries I didn't think could afford the airfare. <laughs> and they would bring a million or a half a million. Oh, wow. It was just, I, I just couldn't believe it. It was just unbelievable. Yeah. So we, we, we think in the next four years, this could be gone. And but then, Mark breaks down that uh, yeah. $50 million, that if each club can donate $1,500, which in the scheme of things doesn't seem like a lot mm -hmm. when you're talking about millions and billions, um, we can get to the $50 million. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's every year. That's right. every year. Every, yeah. So, and yeah. we've, and we've as, as Rotary International, we've done it, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it was. So we've gotten that now. A couple of years we've been close. Yeah, a couple of years we've <laughs> been, been real close. There's been some interesting stories about that, <laughs> yeah, too. Sweating it a little bit, huh? So uh, when this first started, and I, every club got a letter based on their membership, how much they Rotary give. expected mm -hmm. them to give. And I wasn't here. I was in Massachusetts at the time. But when they got it in the Lakeland Rotary Club, uh, they asked for 75000 And Willie Wolfson, may he rest in peace, uh, got up and said, you know, those vaccines cost 15 cents a piece. I bet we could do better than that. And they, they raised a total of 125000 Wow. That's our club. Yeah. yeah. That's that's our club. Yeah. yeah. Which, by the way, if anybody out there wants to come to a meeting, <laughs> Julie didn't mention, but we meet <laughs> Tuesdays at noon at the First United Methodist Church, and that's you're right. welcome to join us. That's right. Come <laughs> as a guest. We're happy to have you. Yeah, right. So I think the other thing about uh, sort of being proud of that is that, um, you know, a lot of organizations, you're like, ah, oh, you give to that organization. You're like, how much of that goes to administrative oh, costs yeah. right. and waste? And so tell us right. how efficient we are with those so funds. We, we are very efficient. So there's this, um, you can go online and check out this uh, place called Charity Navigator. Um, and you can check out any organization, mm. any charity you want and find out how efficient they are. And I am extremely proud to say that just about a week or two ago, we, uh, Rotary, the Rotary Foundation, um, received for the 15th year in a row the highest rating that Charity Navigator gives out. So what does that mean? It means that all the money, 90, what is it, 98.2% or something like that? 90, 93%. 93%. Um, all, of it, all of that goes towards whatever program. Programs, right? The cause mm -hmm. that that you know. And Charity Navigator rates over a million charities. Charities, mm -hmm. yeah. So some of the money goes for technical expertise, um, social mobilization, um, research and testing labs. There are a quarter of a million samples per year worldwide that have to go to these research and mm -hmm. testing labs. 
So that's a lot. That's a lot of people on the ground, a lot of uh, technical expertise. Um, I have three examples that I'd like to read to you where some of the money goes. In Pakistan, support for 187,000 mobile vaccinators and 400 union council polio vaccination support officers. Mm. In Afghanistan, they give stipends for 56,445 vaccinators and 630 mobilizer vaccinators to promote community dialogue and address barrier to vaccinations. So that that's like polite speak of saying, we're going to tell you the truth about this and why right. this is going to be good for your child. Right. Um, in Nigeria, they transport 11,520 polio specimens per month mm. to two national laboratories. All of that takes money. Yeah. Yeah. It does. So it's not just buying the vaccine, which the price is now up to what? Four dollars? $3. $3, $3. $3 per dose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And those are two drops that are given orally to a child. You've mm-hmm. probably seen pictures of that. Yeah. 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 They don't they don't get the shot like I did. No shot. And and a lot of you um seasoned people will remember getting sugar cubes, right? Oh, that's before my time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, after my time. But there's even lab several labs in the United States. Yeah. Uh a while ago we had a case in uh, New York City area and it, there's a lab that services that. And they, they were able to trace it back they to can trace yeah. it back to where it came from. from yeah. Oh wow! So yeah. this is really, and that's that's the beauty of this. They can, if they have a sample, and they trace it back, they know where to go to give the vaccine or right. revaccinate the children in that area. That's awesome. Well, I want to make sure that everyone uh, knows what they can join us tonight at Swan Brewing. Uh, we're, we're, we'll be there till 730. Swan Brewing in downtown Lakeland on Lake Wire. We're having pints to end polio. It's our second annual event. It'll wear red. If you don't have uh, a polio and polio now shirt, you can just wear red. Yeah. Uh, we're happy to have you if you're a Rotarian or non-Rotarian. Yeah. Anyone can tell come. us you heard us on the radio. That's right. Tell <laughs> us tell us you're here to support and and then where do we donate? And then we've yeah. got a skedaddle. A real simple address. It's npolio.org. All right. So you Say can it again. npolio.org. npolio.org. All right. We hope to see you at Swan Brewing tonight. Thanks, Thanks Mark and Irma. And yeah. uh, we'll see you next week. Thank you so much.